plenty of action and controversy at the French Open already. We're only a couple of days in. Uh, Brett Phillips is joining us, SEN's tennis expert. And, of course, Roland Garris is now streaming on Stan Sport. Every match, ad-free, four courts in 4K. And, of course, um, Brett comes to us courtesy of the Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches, AATC.tennis. Uh, good morning, mate. Yes, it, it has been, like, upsets and controversy. And, as I said, we're we're only a couple of days in. Yeah, well, certainly, uh, certainly, Pat. The uh, the exit of Daniil Medvedev uh, this morning is something we didn't quite see heading into uh, day three. Of course, the completion of uh, round one matches, but uh, gee, we love these sort of stories. Um, and I actually saw this guy play when the Davis Cup was in Adelaide just pre-COVID, pretty much uh, uh, before COVID was announced on that Monday. There was that tie we played against Brazil. Thiago Sibov. Vilic is his name, 172 in the world, only his second Grand Slam main draw, and he beats uh, the world number two in Daniil Medvedev. It was unbelievable. This guy hit 69 winners today, 56 were off that forehand, and it was devastating. He was ripping them past Medvedev, who, you know, look, openly has stated across the years, I hate clay. And then he's sort of fallen in love with a bit of clay because he won Rome. And he thought, okay, I mightn't be too bad on this surface. He trudged off court uh, about three or four hours ago. I reckon he's fallen out of love with clay all over again. <laughs> so uh, that, that, that's the story of the day. Um, yeah, the, the huge upset. And there was, a, there was a match that actually went five hours and ten minutes. That was then on court eight. A, an Italian uh, qualifier, Andrea Vavasori, five hours and ten minutes, uh, came back from two sets to love down in the break in the third to beat uh, uh, number 31 seed uh, Mimir Kecmanovic of Serbia. And the crowd was uh, absolute, uh, absolutely going nuts out there. So that's where we always say the ground pass at the Australian Open is the best value in week one. Well, that goes for the other slams as well because <laughs> you just get these unbelievable matches. Hey, yeah. just very quickly again, I want that pronunciation again. So, uh, Tiago is S-E-Y-B-O-T-H, and then a second word, W-I-L-D. I, w- I was just saying Tiago Seabath Wild. For all those budding news readers out there, can you uh, please give me that pronunciation again? Yeah, I know, I know. This is where I thought, you know, when you, when you see, uh, you know, Brazil and you think, okay, Wild, it might not be. So this is the great <laughs> part. You can go on the website of the players and actually say their name. It's brilliant. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, Thiago uh, Seboth Vilch, V-I-L-C-H. So I think okay. a bit of Dutch in there. I, yeah, anyway, yeah, it's, uh, he, he's, <laughs> he then, was wild overnight, well, I, I tell you. I, my favourite's still in there, the 29th seed, Alejandro Davidovich Vahina. <laughs> Um, well, well, we love him. He's we up against Van Ash, Van Ash or something. Any chance of getting through the 29th seed? Uh, absolutely. Although he's a good young player, the Frenchman. Um, you know, they and they they're crying out for uh, for a young player to really uh, come through. They've got a, you know, obviously a couple of the older guys who have retired the last couple of years. You know, Richard Gasquet still going around at 36 years of age, but yeah, and I love Alejandro. Hopefully, he's going to have um, some good moments. Uh, in, in the future, uh, Heels, because he, he can certainly play. I mean, anyone that wears different coloured socks is someone we take notice of <laughs> and on the tennis court. He's, he's the energiser bunny out there. He's got a lot of potential. So, you know, I think some uh, some silverware of sorts is going to be coming his way. We knew we were going to get one more Aussie through to the second round because Purcell and Thompson were playing each other. I just, the, the, uh, the voice of Nathan Healy, who coached Max Purcell, will ring in my head 
forever. When two years ago on the first serve, our dedicated tennis show, Pat, he said to me, Brett, uh, mark my words, Max Purcell one day will be a top 20 player. He was outside the top 200 at that stage. I nearly fell off the chair. Um, he has had an incredible year, Max. He has got X factor that just, uh, it, it's there. You can see it. He, he, he walks to a, the beat of a different drum. Uh, the power he can unleash. I mean, when he won Wimbledon the doubles last year, I mean, he has set himself up financially. He doesn't have to worry too much. It's given him a nice little buffer. Mm-hmm. And then he said, I want to bring this singles ranking down. It's been hovering outside the top 200. Well, his first five months of the year, he's gone from outside the top 200. He wakes up today, you know, career-high 57. She mm-hmm. maybe top 20 is possible. He's got incredible potential to go further with his uh, singles career. And, yeah, too good for Jordan Thompson. He's on that same side of the draw. He would have maybe met Medvedev in the third round. Medvedev beat and just opens up the door maybe to go a bit further. Okay. Hey, as I mentioned, uh, a bit of controversy as well. Novak making a statement about Kosovo, saying Kosovo is the heart of Serbia. Stop violence. That's what he wrote on the camera after he won. Of course, uh, just the background of that, Kosovo declared independence from Serbia in 2008. There's 100-plus countries recognise it, but Serbia doesn't, and obviously now Novak has decided to politicise his appearance at Roland Garros. Yeah, look, uh, you know, Novak, um, like so many, sort of use this uh, platform, uh, don't they? I was actually asked her today, do you think, you know, Novak's maybe aspiring post-tennis to... uh, you know, maybe go into politics or be a leader. And I said, well, maybe he shouldn't sort of look at the Imran Khan situation and because uh, that'll put mm. him off totally from uh, maybe <laughs> entering uh, politics or going down that track when uh, you want to, you know, you think you're, you're an absolute darling of your country and people want to assassinate you. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, it's a tough world out there. So uh, maybe, um, maybe he'll take on a, a role of prominence outside of the world of tennis. Uh, I'm not sure it'll be uh, maybe leading his country, but you feel like there's sort of that statesman role because he is absolutely idolised in his country. Yeah. And just quickly, we've got Kokonakis and Varinka. I know Kyrgios has been stirring the pot with this one. It uh, dates back to that very crude sledge that mm. goes back, you know, eight years ago in Montreal. So um, it's, it's their first meeting, but Kokonakis has to be some hope. Oh, look, he's going to be fresh, no doubt. I mean, Stan, four and a half hours down on court in that first round. So Thanasi's had an extra day. Played some doubles overnight. He lost, but got a bit of extra touch. Storm Hunter v Svitolina to open the day. The former world number three. And Jason Kubler up against uh, the effervescent uh, Fabio Fanini. So it's a, yeah, three really good Aussie matches. Nice, civilised time to watch those folks. A little bit later on uh, tonight on Nine and Stan Sport. And you can't go wrong. Brilliant. All right, Brett. Uh, superb as usual. Really appreciate it, mate. Straight after Origin, Brett. That's when we'll be watching it. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, mate. Oh, oh yeah. No. Thank you. Priorities. Thank you. <laughs> Roland Garros is now streaming on Stan Sport. Every match ad-free. Four courts in 4K. We'll be back.